You are listening to the Think Brick Australia podcast. Think Brick Australia represents the clay, brick and paver manufacturers of Australia. Brick by Brick, our podcast will discuss technical information and architectural case studies with special guests. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of Think Brick Australia. On today's podcast, we're actually going to be talking about masonry accessories. And when I think of accessories, I normally think of sunglasses and scarves, but for masonry, it's a little bit different. But I am very pleased to have joining me today, James Liu, one of our engineers with the team. James, before we get started, we do ask everyone that comes on the podcast whether they've used brick for another purpose other than its intended purpose being a wall. Sure. So last week, my tyre actually burst. We ran over a nail, so we had to change our tyre. In your car. In, yeah, in the middle of the road. And thankfully, we have a couple of bricks in the back of our car. So we use those bricks as a uh, wheel stop wow. to stop the uh, car from rolling backwards. And that turned out really, really well. Truly dedicated with the bricks there, carrying them around in your car. Nice one, ready. James. Let's start at the top with, obviously, we have a brick wall. And then what I notice sometimes is when brick walls are being built, or in fact, even if they're being taken down, there's all these things that kind of stick out of the brick walls. So what are we going to cover today in terms of masonry accessories? The main standard that we use for masonry accessories is AS2699, which is built-in components for masonry construction. And this standard specifies the material and testing requirements for these masonry accessories. There are multiple different types of masonry accessories that are included in a masonry wall. We'll start off with the most common masonry accessory, which is a war tie. So a war tie actually connects two leaves of masonry together. This is commonly used in cavity brick construction and double brick construction. Mm -hmm. And what the war tie does is it transfers any load that is placed on the outer skin of the leaf and it transfers it to the either the timber frame or the load bearing uh, masonry wall. So it really does what it's describing is it ties the wall together, whether that's with a timber frame or with another internal brick wall. That's right. Mm -hmm. And just what are these ties kind of, can you describe them a little bit? I mean, obviously we're going to put some photos up graphically on Instagram and on our website, but what do they look like? So ties comes in all different shapes and sizes. The most common wall tie is made of uh, galvanized steel Mm -hmm. and they come in either thin wires or flat plates. And they're usually placed on top of each brick or each block and mortar just sits on top of it to connect it together. Right, sort of glue it together there. Right, right. And typically, James, when we're talking wall ties, what is the occurrence of those? If you've got a, just say if we've got a brick wall and maybe we've got 10 layers of bricks, how many wall ties would be featured in that sort of scenario? In terms of spacing in both the vertical and horizontal direction, we like to space our war ties at a maximum distance of 600 millimetres. Okay. And when it comes to corners, we like to space them at maximum 300 millimetres. Makes sense. Excellent. What's the next accessory we're going to explore, James? So next we're going to be talking about lintels. And pretty much what a lintel is, either a reinforced concrete slab or a steel lintel. And what this does is it transfers the load that's on top of the lintel 
and it transfers it next to the openings, such as your doors or your windows. Yeah, I was going to say, I normally associate lintels with doors or windows, but actually mainly windows. So, yes. Yeah. So, lintels is that massive slab that you see on top of your windows pretty much. And this is a must-have? Absolutely. Because Mm -hmm. for brick, you need to transfer all those loads to the surrounding area next to your windows because you don't want cracking on top of your window or otherwise your house will pretty much fall down. And I guess the same for the doors, right? Right, exactly. Okay, so lintels are around transferring the weight above the door or the window to either side. That's correct. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Next one. So next we have shelf angles. And these are similar to lintels in the sense that they transfer the load of the above brick wall to another area. But what makes it different is that instead of transferring the load to either side of the opening, it transfers it to the structural frame or the load-bearing masonry wall. Now, I think the next thing we're going to talk about is flashings, and here we're not talking about taking clothes off. (laughs) (laughs) James, talk to me about damp-proof courses and flashings with regards to bricks. Sure. So damp-proof courses and flashings are used in conjunction with each other. So I'll start off with damp-proof courses. So a damp-proof course is an impermeable layer that's placed at the bottom of a brick wall to prevent any rising damp or rising water that comes from the ground because as we all know bricks are porous in nature and they like to absorb water whenever they come into contact with water and we want to prevent that rise of water into our brick walls through these damp proof courses Mm -hmm. at these interfaces we also include flashing which is made of a metal or another impermeable material and what that does is it stops water from entering the cavity and it redirects it out of the brick wall. So when I look at flashings and sometimes when the brick walls are being built, it takes it away a little bit. It's like, why are you putting those sort of sheets there? But they are bendable sheets, but once they're bent, they're very hard to bend back, if that makes sense. Exactly. Once it's mortared down into the brick itself, Mm -hmm. that'll stop it from bending in the future. That's to make sure that when the water enters in or has to exit out, it knows exactly the way to do it. That's correct. Okay. Now we're going to be talking a little bit about mesh next. Talk to me about how mesh is involved with the bricks. Mesh, in essence, is a reinforcement material. And this is placed along the length of the wall for our brick wall. And what it does is that it provides additional structural support for a particular wall to actions such as wind or earthquake loads. Common areas where bed joint mesh is placed includes the base of the wall and around openings as well where failure commonly occurs okay and we like to put mesh for purposes such as increasing the panel size of our wall as well as stack bonded walls and last but certainly not least we're talking anchors but we're not talking boats we're not talking boats (laughs) we will be talking about connectors that Mm -hmm. actually connect the masonry leaf to any other frame around the house. These frames include either a roof truss or maybe your timber frame. So James, we've really covered the six major accessories when it comes to brick. And I'm just going to go through them very quickly now. The wall ties, very important, come in a variety of shapes and sizes, but they tie the external brick wall to either an internal wall with regards to cavity brick or the timber frame. Of the building. The next one is lintels, most commonly found, in fact, only found above doors and windows. Very, very important to make sure that that load is distributed um, away from 
above the door or the window to the more structurally sound other sides of the door and the window. We talked a little bit about shelf angles. And again, these structurally, they're a little bit different because they looked at attaching themselves to the inner leaf of the wall. And again, very important, particularly on corners. Damp proof courses and flashings. Again, we're not talking about clothes here, but we're talking about when water is absorbed by bricks or in fact it does enter the brick cavity, we want to make sure that the exit pathway is through the flashings and that's what that metal sheet does. Mesh, again, we talked about that being used a lot in stack bonding but also in any walls there where we wanted to really improve the load-bearing capacity and prevent any kind of wall failures that that were common with that. And lastly, but not leastly, we talked about masonry anchors and connectors. And those are the real key points where we're connecting masonry to other materials, such as roof trusses or other timber or steel frames. Very important. I hope we've got all those accessories right. That's correct. We've got them all down pat. And I tell you what, you don't want to forget to accessorize with masonry. Absolutely not. (laughs) James, thank you for coming in and taking us through that today. And just in case this description hasn't been clear for you, where can everyone go to find some more information? So you can find more information on our website as well as some YouTube presentations where we talk about these types of masonry accessories. So I highly suggest you guys check them out. They may explain it a little bit more simply than we have today, but thank you. And whilst you're thinking brick, make sure that you're thinking masonry accessories think masonry accessories everybody if you have enjoyed this podcast please follow rate and review our podcast we are always looking for new ways to think brick if you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about there's a link in our show notes to let us know